0: Guess what episode it is. What episode is it? It is the infamous Tim
1: Tebow episode, episode number 15. You couldn't see it at home, but I just, I took a knee, yeah, the Tebow. Did, the, did the fist on the forehead, looked down. It it's, was really dramatic. God, Tebowing. What a time. What a time to be
0: alive. Straight up. What a time to be alive. I'll Greatest ne-
1: college football player of all time?
0: I'll never forget that run in 2011. How Mixed, I was emotionally. <laughs> oh my god, what a run! Oh, so such terrible play, all the way to the playoffs and winning a game, and then we got brayeded. It was like forty-five. A lot. Of, a lot of
1: people get brayeded.
0: Yeah, that one was pretty predictable, though. I must say, Tebow well, but- had to go into Foxborough and take it and. Be yeah, happy with it. Yeah. Good times. That was the last game Tebow ever played
1: for the Broncos. 45-10 shellacking. I mean, it was the last game that he ever really seriously played though in the NFL, pretty much, cuz I mean, Especially he got like a couple of snaps here and there in a couple of other seasons, but beyond that, he was just he was gone. He was gone though. God, that'll be a highly watched 30 for 31 day. And you were you were speaking of uh, getting braided. Well, the Bills got Belichicked last week. <laughs>
0: Did that I didn't get to watch a lot of that game, but the wind was crazy. It was I, snowing. I saw a
1: video clip of one of the kickers. I honestly don't know which team it was. One of the kickers pregame uh-huh. was attempting a 38 yard field goal. 38 yards. Yeah. Like he's kicking the ball from the like the twenty seven, twenty eight yard line. It gets like two thirds of the way there and it just puts on its blinker and makes a right turn towards like the sideline.
0: Well, it was either Tyler Bass or Nick Folk, and
1: yeah, but 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 before the game, the coaches they always talk to the kickers, hey, what do you think your range is today? Right, zero. <laughs> they said inside the ten, you have to be inside the ten for them right. to feel comfortable making the field goal because
0: it leaves less time for the window. How the ball.
1: how insane is that? You got to make it to the ten to be in field goal range. Yeah, yeah, we need to dive into that
0: game at some point. There's a lot there, just incredible. That game alone. I didn't even watch it and it was incredible. I think we had a stars game or something that night
1: and did you see that the Bill's defense was asked like a leading question of like man are you guys embarrassed like oh, no teams ever run the ball that much in one in like 40 yeah, years and nice. they're like we give up like 14 points what do you want right yeah <laughs> you only gave up 19 passing yards or whatever it was yeah well but when the Patriots scored their their touchdown they went for two. Right, yeah. Because they weren't confident in making the extra point. Right, because it's a long extra point. Yeah, that's, that's true. Insane. Interesting. Just a crazy, crazy condition game. So,
0: I have a story for you I'll get to in a minute about the NFL. Okay. But over the weekend, Amber and I went to Houston. You guys did.
1: It was fun. Well, I had fun. I don't know if she had fun. I can, I can just I can hear the exuberance in your voice. I I can see your face light up right now. I'm like I'm really <laughs> feeling like this trip was just amazing. It was it was pretty fun. Uh so we drove down there
0: like Friday night. Got down there just in time to watch uh I think it was the Rose or not the Rose Bowl, the what was it? The Pac-12 Championship. <laughs> and and the the beat down that Oregon took again. Yeah. Um but yeah, so we got on there Friday night. Uh, got something to eat. Basically, went like straight to bed, even though I had, like woken up at like noon. So I guess I wasn't that tired. Uh, went to bed. And the reason we went down there, a couple reasons, but the main reason was to check out Major
1: League Wiffle Ball. Okay, and you are familiar with that. I am. I've seen. I've seen quite a bit of their YouTube content, and I am. I uh, saw you tweet about it too. I'm a diehard.
0: I've seen. Okay, we'll we'll back up. I think I found out about them in April. It was right. That sounds about right right yeah. when their season their season starts and they start posting videos for their current season. Yeah. And so their opening day had popped up and had like hundreds of thousands of views in like a day. And these guys are out of Michigan, right? Right, yeah, yeah. They're yeah. from like just west of Detroit, maybe forty five minutes or so. And so yeah, they came they came down here to host a tournament. They host tournaments usually throughout the Midwest but now they're branching branching even farther. Yes. They got one in Arizona next month.
1: Oh, that's awesome.
0: So they're making their way South. Um, I mean,
1: it is that time of year. Everyone goes South,
0: right? Yeah. But they're finally getting out of the Ohio's and the Pennsylvania's and the Wisconsin's. Um, so yeah, this was their first time coming down here and I was like, okay, I was joking with Amber like a month before I was like, well, if they ever make it to Texas, we're, we got to go. Yeah. And then they announced it. And I was like, well, I guess we're going. <laughs> so I've had that marked. And so, yeah. So Saturday morning, we wake up early, you know, get something to eat, go go to the tournament. And so, yeah, I started watching their tournament or their videos in April. And I watched like the first three or four of this season, this last season they had. Yeah. And I was like, oh, man, this is like legit. Like this is league, league. Player,
1: schedule, stats, yeah.
0: whatever. And I was like, I think at that point I'd probably seen everything. But beyond team.
1: that, like production. Right, yes. Yeah. yeah the,
0: the the value or, not the value, the... Uh, I mean, there's production value into what they do. Yeah. But the time and effort put into those videos, you could yeah. tell. And I was like, man, this is legit. So I was like, you know what? I'm all in. I'm all in. I've seen pretty much all the teams play at least once. Mm-hmm. I was like, I saw that they had a million videos before that, so... They started in 2009 when they were probably like nine
1: years old. They had old. to be in elementary school.
0: Yes, they were like nine or ten. Because uh, I think now they're kind of all like in their early 20s-ish. You know, some older, some younger, whatever. But College age. Yeah, 22, like just out of college. Especially okay. the main guys. Okay. Uh, they just graduated. So I was like, you know what, I'm going to go back and watch some of these. So I kind of like saw maybe where the videos started to really take off and where they were actually started to really put the effort in yeah it was the 2017 season okay so that's really where it kind of took off they were probably
1: i have a special connection with that year myself yes yeah yes
0: yeah they were probably seniors in high school somewhere around there and the videos got longer so you could tell they were really doing more with it yeah because their original videos were just highlights like a couple minutes long these were getting to like 10 minutes long and now they're up to 20 25 minutes long yep and they started using more camera angles and the camera was like right slow motion replay. right the camera was right behind the backstop so you could really see the field yeah and the and the strike zone um really cool league so i binge watched like
1: the years worth of YouTube the videos, four and a
0: half seasons. Because by the time I caught up, they were at like the midway point of this season. Okay, it took me about a month. <laughs> That's it? Yes, <laughs> I watched four and a half seasons in a month. Wow! I watched every video because it was you know regular season games, playoff games, World Series games. The World Series games kind of ended up getting each game got their own video. Um. And then as they got bigger, they started posting more tournament videos like they did when they came here. So I ended up watching like all those and, and the league just started getting even bigger, bigger. Now they got like draft videos and award videos and just random stuff like that. And they have like the random uh, kind of like how to videos, like how to throw a pitch, you know, because the balls that they throw have so much movement yeah, at
1: such high speeds. From such a short distance right so like, what it what is the distance from the mound to the strike zone is it like 40 45 feet roughly yeah
0: I'd say 40 or so um they just instituted a pitch uh speed limit this season so you can't just chuck it right uh yeah. you know they were they were getting borderline like too fast because they're getting older now so now yeah. they can really chunk it uh, yeah yeah it. um and so they have like a an actual speedometer or what do you call it the a radar gun Radar gun Yeah Spit I
1: mean Radar gun Yeah It's kind of the same thing Right
0: Yeah They have their own like radar gun And rules on like 72 or above You know 72 is like their limit Okay um, And so yeah So I was like You know what I'm all in So I watched all those videos I was like This is amazing and by the time I caught up, I had kind of forgotten what I had already watched. I had to cons- <laughs> so, you just,
1: so you just went through it again. Right, yeah. I yeah. just
0: rewatched what I had, I had already seen because I was like, man, I just consumed so much information <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in such a little amount of time. That's uh, crazy. That's dedication. Yes, man. it was. I also you had- might have a claim to be the number one fan. <sighs> I don't think I can be because I've only been a fan for like seven or eight months. But it's more about, you know, th- this, is, this is quality over quantity right here. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I'm dedicated, yeah I'm dedicated to the craft of learning the league. And that's what I wanted to do. I was like, well, I want to see what the
1: league was and how it built into this, yeah, because I'd watched that that growth process is just as interesting as the products, right, because I watched, it and they had eight teams. Well, then when I went back, they only had
0: five or six when i first started watching and there were teams that i didn't recognize Mm. so it was like there was a changing you know people changing teams teams leaving you gotta get donald sterling out expansion teams man expansion i was like oh this is gonna be interesting how this shapes out yeah how it evolved and so yeah that was really cool and so i was like you know what i'm all in so whenever they come to town we're gonna go we went they kind of came to town
1: Right, it was close enough. Texas is a big state.
0: Hopefully, they come to Dallas next time.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, it actually would have been easier if they were in Oklahoma City. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, and they did a series in
0: Oklahoma this year. It was a little, it was like northern Oklahoma, maybe like northeast Oklahoma. Okay. So, so it was a little too far. Yeah. But they also, I don't think they really announced that. They just did it and then put the videos up. Um, But They
1: they were promoting this one.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. These tournaments, they promote well ahead of time so people can sign up. They had so probably did, did sub teams. No, 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 I didn't play. Okay. Yeah, because
1: you have to have, like, three or four people, you know. Like, oh, so you have to have, like, a whole team. You can't just, like, show up. Right, or, right, yeah. yeah. Oh, you have, oh, to, you have so, to submit, like, a roster I gotcha, and stick yeah. to that roster.
0: So even if somebody didn't show up, like, I couldn't have, like, subbed or anything. Okay. Um, yeah, strict rules. Strict rules. They're you serious. You don't mess with whiff. Um Don't mess with whiff, <laughs> Especially in Texas. You don't mess with Texas. Um where was I okay, so yeah, so we go down there um uh, first it's a two day tournament so the first day's just a lot of like group play each team plays like two games there were probably thirty teams in the sixteen and older division, and then they had like a thirteen to fifteen division with a couple teams and then a ten to twelve or whatever okay um so' probably like forty teams out there a bunch of little kids and you had all the older kids and I was just curious to see the guys play from the videos yeah, and the competition they were going up against. There were some good teams from the Houston area that showed up, like some really good teams. Um, But I was also curious to see how many of the actual MLW guys flew down to Texas. I'm going to guess not many. See, that's what I would have thought of because I've seen all the other videos of their other tournaments. Yeah. And some of them, there's a lot of them, especially... The ones that are closer, right? But then when they get out to like Pennsylvania, they might have one team, maybe two of, because it's like teams of three, yeah, or four. But they had like nine or ten guys. Wow, and guys that wanted to come out, like even if it was on their own dime or whatever. But I was talking to, so Kyle Schultz is the commissioner and like founder. The league started in his backyard, yeah, and with two of his brothers. Might have
1: actually started in the front yard.
0: Yeah, it was kind of like a side yard. Actually, if you look at it, I don't know if it can be a backyard, but uh, yeah, him and his two brothers kind of started it, and his best friend, who grew up down the street, Tommy Conklin, he, they were like the main four. It was like a two-on-two, hey, we're yeah. playing for fun, then it just grew into what it and is. And then they
1: were like, hey, let's record this, this is kind of fun. Right,
0: and then you get other people involved, and league grows, whatever. So I talked to them, and I talked to some other guys in the league, but yeah, they flew out like nine or ten players and a That's couple awesome. parents, and so they had three teams, at the tournament to go with everybody else. And so yeah, it was a Saturday-Sunday tournament. Sunday was like the bracket play. We didn't go on Sunday, but we were there like all day Saturday. That is cool. And it started at like 8 a.m. We probably got there like 8.30. How or many fields did they have set up? So it was at a complex, kind of like a baseball complex. It was a really cool complex. I think it was Scrapyard Sports or something. Okay. They probably had like seven or eight baseball fields at least. That were converted into... Well... They had, a, they had like a 12- or 13-year-old tournament going on at the same time, like actual oh, wow. baseball games. And so they rent they, they rented out two of the fields. It's a busy day. Yeah. So MLW got two of their fields, and they basically put two uh, makeshift wiffle ball fields on each field. Yeah. For okay. four fields.
1: Like left field corner, right field corner? Right,
0: yeah. And they, they just tape it up. So they don't actually run the bases in the tournaments, so they can run through the games quicker. And, that makes sense. So you just hit... And they have lines and spe- rotate, yeah. Specific lines on what's a single, double, rules like that. Okay. And if you if you don't field it cleanly, it's an air, and you get a single type of deal. So the games go quicker, and yeah. you're just in and out of the box, and whatever. Um. So yeah, so yeah, there were baseball teams there and the wiffle ball teams. So you see all the kids running around. They recognize the guys because they yeah. have two hundred something thousand followers on or subscribers on U- YouTube alone. And so it's funny watching all the kids, like a whole baseball team came from one of the other fields.
1: And they were just watching the wiffle ball tournament? They were
0: watching, but then they all got their shirts signed. Like their actual baseball jerseys. Wow. <laughs> That's <laughs> they were, amazing. They were literally lined up like it was an introduction like at the World Series or something. They were lined That's up in awesome. a row. And they were all just like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, all getting signed. it was so funny. Punched over, like sign my back. Yeah, like all the all these little kids are just running over with their wiffle balls trying to get stuff signed and, and a lot of the guys are like umpiring and keeping scores of the games going on when yeah. they're not playing. And so like they had to like balance that with the kids running up to them god i (laughs) couldn't even imagine so yeah we were up there like all day watching watching games and i ended up uh chatting so drew davis is one of my favorite players in their league okay he reminds me of me he is like a carbon copy of me just
1: like 10 years younger. So we're talking like cracker barrel waiter guy. <laughs> no, no, he does not look like me. Oh. Oh, okay, okay.
0: No, he's he's like the the most competitive guy in the league. Okay. And you know it. But he's so funny. He's so funny about it like cuz they do like pregame interviews and postgame interviews and his pregame interviews are off the chart. Okay. He's just like super stoic. Like serious, but you know he's joking at the same time. But then like he starts playing, and he's like, "Dude, we gotta win! Like we gotta win!" You know, type of deal. I I actually ran into him first. We were walking. They actually kind of had the fields kind of far apart, the two wiffle ball fields. Um, so they had the little kids like near the entrance, so we were walking to the back where the older division was playing, and Drew was right behind us. I was like, oh, Drew, what's up, man? Did we talked to him for like twenty to thirty minutes. Like he was just super cool. Like, just chatting. We were chatting about random stuff, you know, Texas, Michigan differences, whatever. Cause yeah. a lot of the guys hadn't been to Texas before. And we got on the topic of like high school football and just baseball. Your eyes like, dude, these tournaments out here. I'm like, yeah, I mean, you're playing baseball down here like eleven months of the year.
1: Has he seen some of the high school football stadiums that right. are bigger than the like Division two college stadiums <laughs> right. up there in Michigan?
0: I told him about Allen Stadium, dude, and how much it cost and what what that means. I was like, yeah, they're kind of a powerhouse, yeah. and you know, they, they kind of had Kyler Murray
1: right versus, for like all four years.
0: Versus like up there, hockey's a real big deal, and yeah, uh, but yeah, he, we chatted with him for a long time. He's the captain of the the Cobras. And so I was like, yeah, man, you know, huge fans of you and, you know, his videos. God, he's so funny. Uh, but, yeah, he was super cool. He just talked to us forever. He That's was like, awesome. He's like, yeah, probably should go. I haven't really been doing anything. I was like, yeah, they got it. <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I was like, ah, you unfired earlier because he did a lot, of, a lot of the earlier games. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, they had a team of the rookies. Then they kind of had a team of the main core you know the main guys kyle tommy drew was on their team and then they had a a third team of just other veterans in the league which a couple of them were from my favorite team i'm a pacific predator if you didn't know i didn't know i bought a i bought a shirt they have merchandise okay hats shirts whatever i bought a shirt from one of their players (laughs) with his name and everything well he wasn't there but his other two teammates were there
1: so you could have been the stand-in
0: right yeah i could have been alec order for a day there you go it's all good Um. So when I went to talk to Kyle, he was at the the front their T shirt stand, bought a T shirt for them, you know, supporting the cause. And he saw he he had seen me a couple times and you know said hey nice shirt type of deal. And so I went up and talked to him and talking to him about the league and kind of how it's. We, we talked about how you can binge watch it like i did
1: yeah he's like yeah, a lot of people do that it's like netflix and stuff I'm like yeah it's kind of crazy because you just start rolling through and you get hooked i mean that's that's how i was now i didn't watch four and a half seasons in a month but <laughs> i did spend there were a few days where i was just like rolling through videos i'm like man this is like this is just fun like, right it's just it's good content it's just yeah. fun and that was the other thing because it started in a side yard
0: well i had seen them play at their new facility or park or whatever yeah and I'm like wait where are they now like wh- where did they come from type yeah of deal. yeah yeah so it was pretty funny but yeah I was talking to him about how much time he puts into these videos because they're 20-25 minutes long on average and I was like yeah I've, I've done some video editing back in the day and it was grueling and mine were like a minute long yeah <laughs> like he's he was like yeah man he's like I do it like over a five day span because during the season they post every Friday so, basically, like, Saturday through Thursday, he's grinding. You know, they got, like, three or four cameras in their field, mm-hmm. and then he's got the replays. And he's, he's got to splice
1: it all together. Right. He's got the pregame interviews, their, their pregame opening. That the, w- the one question that I probably would have asked, and you might have uh, asked him, was for a 25-minute YouTube video, mm-hmm. how much footage do you have? Like, how long, in terms of duration of time, are you cutting down... To 25 minutes. Because if, oh, if, right. if, if in a 25-minute video, they're showing three games. Right. Yeah, it's a three-game series. Then, like, like how long of real time does it take to actually play those three games? I mean, and you also probably have slightly more context just from being around the tournament that they ran. Yeah. Now, those were, those were intentionally sped-up games, but, like, how long did the game take? I think, on average, they probably last, like, an hour and a half. Maybe sped-up, p-
0: or you're talking... Real-time. Okay. Like their three-game series. Yeah. Because it's three innings each game. Yeah. And there's a lot of strikeouts. You know, it's it's really hard to... It, it's nine innings of a wiffle ball. Right. And so it's it goes pretty quick, roughly. You know, a lot of... Most of the games aren't super high scoring. At least not anymore. Um, So, yeah, I'd say probably an hour and a half. I, I should have asked them that. But I think they've mentioned that in their podcast. Okay. Which I listened to. Yeah, I'd say probably between an hour, hour and a half on average now. Some of them might go two. But, yeah, and he's got three cameras, and he was saying, yeah, uploading all that video onto, like, the hard drive is what takes the longest. Yes. And getting it how he likes it set up and so he can find stuff. Because he, he cuts out basically everything until the the pitch that records an out, a walk, or yeah. or in it play. it ends the play to Paris. Right. And yeah. so they actually do a really good job in the videos of not saying the count because it can give away... If It's It's true. It can give away a strikeout or a walk. Yep. And so they only say it if it's a full count because anything's in play still. Yep. So they actually do a really sneaky good job if you you haven't caught that. I don't
1: think that I had fully articulated in my mind that I knew that yet. Yeah. But now that you mentioned that, it's like, yeah. I don't think I've heard it That's actually kind of brilliant. It is.
0: And, And even with the video length, I try not to look at it. Cause some if it's really long, I know like some crazy about oh, We're going is about extras, to right? Yeah. Now sometimes it'll be super
1: short, and Kyle will add just randomness at the end. Yes, just to make it so look that the longer. video length doesn't give away the result. Right now, there's a um. Yeah, I don't want to quite segue, but like Rocket League content, like mm-hmm. you can play a best of series. And it might go four games, and it was supposed to be seven. Right. And there's just like twenty. What what people will do, what YouTube content creators will do, is they will just add like twenty five minutes of black screen at yes. the end. Yeah. With just text that says, "This is just here so that the video length doesn't spoil." Yeah, the I think I think he should probably
0: make each video like fifty minutes exactly, because no, none of them are going to go fifty minutes. But it's a pretty safe or forty minutes or whatever. Yeah. Just forty minutes on the dot. And so you
1: will never know, especially yeah. for the playoff series. I mean, I don't I don't think that you would want, because that would be tedious work to cut to an, a precise length. Like, you would just want to ballpark it. Like, if, if their videos are 25 and the long games, you could go extras, you know, might add like five, six minutes of video on, then you just ballpark it around 30, right? And so 31, 29, anywhere in that range, you're fine. But, I mean, if you make all of them 40, you don't know how long it's going to be. Yeah, but th- but then you've got to add in another 11 minutes of video. Right, and it's well, like, it's just
0: black or whatever yeah. with text. It's that's actually pretty easy. Yeah, that is true. Um, that is true. So you just stretch it out. Uh, but yeah, I was talking to him about that and how much he puts into that and all the time that because he's he says he's really detailed on music and you know the replays and the, the interviews and Did you ask him where he gets his theme song? No, I didn't. I don't I, I'm assuming that they made it up somewhere along the way. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I oh, only geez. I only talked to him for like What 10 what minutes. did you ask him? Well, I, I I don't know. Were you just fanboying the whole time? Yeah, I really was. Well, okay. I talked to him like second cuz I talked to Drew earlier in the day, then I, I didn't want to talk to Kyle cuz he's running around the fields yeah. getting like video oh. of the game. So anytime he was holding he's, a camera, he's busy. Yeah, he's always running around even when he's playing. I don't know how he plays in these tournaments because he's always running around and he's even messing with the camera when he's playing and so then he has to like step in the box and then hit a home run which he did and I was like jeez like how do you focus after you know running the camera all these
1: you find your own peace amidst the chaos it's, it's crazy
0: but yeah so he finally had some downtime, so I went up and talked to him I was like yeah big fan he actually got a picture with me he asked for a picture with me because he wanted to send my shirt photo to Alec Ward that's funny <laughs> he was like I'm going to send that to him and so I was like, "All right, sweet." So hopefully, hopefully, Alec got my uh, my photo. With I'm his sure he shirt. did. And so yeah, but mainly we were talking about you know the videos and and what goes into it and just you know how how big of a fan I was and that that's kind awesome of stuff and how I got into it and you know that I drove from Dallas. So I was like, you know, I'm sure other people will will definitely make the trip out for other tournaments. Yeah. And so then then immediately, so I walk all the way back. He was at the front. I walk all the way back to meet up with Amber again. And she was talking with one of the MLW guys about places to eat. <laughs> and so I, I walk into the conversation like, oh, man, you're making friends with everybody now. And it was one of the guys on my Preds team that I like. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, and so we were talking about, you know, I was like, oh, man, barbecue. But I was like, if you're a Texan, though, your first instinct is Whataburger. Burger. And so, I don't think they had gone there yet. So, that was an option. I don't
1: know where they went. I feel like a lot of people, as I look to my left, and there's a Whataburger cup right there. Boom. I feel like a lot of people who aren't in a state that already has a Whataburger, like, they just don't appreciate it. Right. Like, it, it, it's not really a one-off stop type place. And that's you know? that's what I said. I was like, even like, I feel like
0: California with their In-N-Out, us with our Whataburger, we might oversell it. Oh, the, definitely. To the point where... Their expectations are so high. Yes, it can't be met. It,
1: yeah, it'll never meet those expectations. And I said that
0: to him. I was like, "We probably oversell it because In and Out. We we said that In and Out, you know, came to Texas a while back, and yeah, you know, I was like, it's okay, but you know what? They probably oversold it to us. Exactly. You know, our expectations for two. I plus we have a place, and we're like, no, yes. you will not be better. Yes, and we will not be better ever. Yes. So yeah, maybe I don't know where they ended up going because they had to catch the Michigan game that night. Big Michigan fans over there.
1: Well, they uh, uh, probably had a good time. Right.
0: And so then we finished talking about that and over comes Tommy. And he's basically like the second guy. I don't if If they had a vice commissioner, it would be him. It's him? Basically, yeah. yeah. Like, they all have their own team. They all run their own team. And they're all super involved in the league. And they were kind of the ones who started it. And because I had told Drew earlier, I was like, yeah, dude, I'm a big fan of the podcast. And Drew had actually started their podcast. But now Tommy's doing it with another guy in the league. And so we started talking about that. Like, he's like, oh, I heard you're a big fan of the podcast. I was like, yeah. So I talked to Tommy for like 15 minutes while one of the last games was going on. Mm-hmm. And just super cool. Like, all of them were just super nice, you know, easy to talk to. We just talked about whatever. You know, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm from Dallas. like, oh, big Cowboys fan. I was like, no, not really, but I do have to follow them quite a bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you know, we're at this radio station. I don't even know how to explain what the radio station is. Uh, it's really hard to explain if you don't know it. <laughs> we play Danny songs where uh, he makes uh, fun of his stories about sticking a stick and poop. I don't even know. But uh, yeah, that was the song. Sounds s- about right. That was the song today. Um, wow. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you know, I follow the cowboys or whatever. But yeah, it's just super cool dude. Super easy to talk to. I love the tournament.
1: But and there was another reason that you were in Houston. This was a byproduct. That was the main reason. Well, yes, but and uh, you made another stop while you were down there did and
0: i'm kind of i'm kind of torn on it because i really wanted to go back on the second day to (laughs) the the football tournament but it was just so cheap right yes yeah how could you turn that down went to uh texans colts in houston
1: my condolences
0: which was the uh, you know what i i had a rooting interest I mean I started the Colts
1: defense in three
0: leagues. Boom. Yep. Boom. That's the reason. <laughs> I had I had them or the Eagles against the Jets, and I was like, I was kinda leaning Eagles, but then I was like, you know what, I'm going to the game, and the Colts defense have been pretty lights out. So
1: I didn't watch any of it. It was but it was brutal. I heard that the Texans <laughs> never got the field goal range. They did you know what?
0: I will say they did once, but they never ran a play in field goal range. Mm. Because the first possession of the game, kickoff to the Texans, first play it's like a sprint out to the right. Tyrod Taylor throws an interception. It got reviewed. First play of the game got reviewed. Throws an interception like right on the sideline. It's like a six yard pass. It's yeah. very high percentage. Gets intercepted. I'm like, well, the Texans are off to a good start. Uh, I think the Colts scored a touchdown on that one. Yeah. The yeah. final
1: score is what? Thirty-one nothing. Twenty-seven, I believe. Twenty-seven nothing. Um. Just brutal,
0: yeah. So that led to a Colts touchdown right away. Second possession, they start to move the ball. They get to like midfield. They get a pretty decent size pass play, and I don't remember who it was, but they fumbled it. What would have been field goal range. Oh, no. <laughs> so the first
1: two possessions were turnovers. And and then, and it was somehow all downhill from there.
0: Oh, it was, yeah. It was downhill when the Colts got off the bus. <laughs> uh, and on the big scoreboard, they kind of had, like, the defensive stats. It had, like, turnover
1: sacks, but, time of possession. But was the game worth the price of admission?
0: Yeah, yeah. We got in for, like, 10 bucks a, That's a insane, ticket. That's insane, so the place seats like 71,000 I
1: saw I saw a video real quick before you Tell me the your Dallas, experience Texas TV. I, I don't know exactly who mm. it was But I saw a video of someone who was like in the upper deck And they were just kind of panning around yeah. the stadium Yep It didn't even look like there were 5,000 people in there I'd say
0: Maybe by the end of the first quarter There might have been 30 and that's as high as I'll go 30? 30,000 Okay, like that's I'd, I'd like, say like was, that was like peak attendance. Yeah, because this was in the fourth quarter.
1: Oh yeah, the video that I saw,
0: even at kickoff, it was really spare. Wow. But by by the time the first quarter ended, yeah, I'd say it was less than half full. So if it was seventy one thousand, that's kind of what I was basing it off of. So yeah, it's probably less than half. So I'll say thirty, but it might have been closer to twenty it was very bad. I was like, man, this, this no wonder it was 10 bucks. Like there will be twice as many people at our state playoff games in a couple weeks. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I was like, Jesus, like this is empty for high school. Well, we
1: had mentioned early on, like week 2 or 3 of doing this podcast, we asked if the Houston Texans would be favored in any game all season. Mhm. They were. When they hosted the Jets. Mhm. And, and lost. lost. <laughs> Yeah, it was a. Uh,
0: I was, you know what? Hey, I, each sack for the Colts, I was like, you know what? That's money in the bank. That's another. Yeah, they point. scored.
1: They scored like what, nineteen, twenty fantasy points, something like that. Yeah,
0: I got eighteen. Yeah. No points against four sacks, couple turnovers. Yeah, the shutout helps.
1: Yes, the shutout was big. Um, and the crazy part in one of my leagues, they didn't. They weren't even my highest scoring defense. <laughs> I'm. No I'm in a league. Don't ask me. Don't ask me why I. I didn't create the rules. I just joined the league last year. A good defense scores as many points as a wide receiver one. Nice. So I have three defenses. Yeah. I have the Patriots defense, the Cowboys defense, and the Colts defense. And all three of them are like top six fantasy defenses in that league. The Colts, was that the Colts? I started the Colts. Yeah. Yeah, they put up twenty. The Cowboys put up twenty two. I honestly didn't even check what the Patriots did, but they probably had a great day.
0: Oh, because they had four interceptions. That's right. Yeah. And it was
1: all in the fourth quarter.
0: Yeah, so we 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 went to the game and I was like I was like, yeah, that was the Falcons game. We'll leave at a the two minute warning ish. I was like, I wanted to see the Colts do one more defensive possession i stayed for the defensive possession (laughs) like i gotta see this (laughs) right and they got another sack and i was like all right we can go now (laughs) and i I think there was like a review the texans challenged something i don't even remember what the what they challenged late in the game i was like well they have no chance of winning that oh it was a spot it was a spot i think on a fourth down Mm. they were clearly a yard short but I was like, yeah, we can go now, and so we left, and it was pretty easy to get out of there. Yeah, because no one was there. Right, a lot of people had left earlier in the 4th. Yeah. And, you know, I was like, whatever, you know, we'll go check out a stadium. And by the way, the biggest, the biggest thing about going to that stadium was not the inside of the stadium, but as you walk up. So there's not a lot around the stadium except for the
1: Astrodome. So is it similar to Kansas City? How you have, Uh, like, Arrowhead and the Royal Stadium, but it's, like, just surrounded by parking lot, and there's, like, nothing else there? Okay. Only... The only similarity is that
0: they're next to each other. Okay. There's various parking lots, but it's not, like, one massive parking lot. Okay. There's, There's little buildings kind of up and down the streets, but it's not, like, anything too busy. It's like little offices and stuff like that. It's it's not a lot going on, but there are like parking lots which they didn't need. Um <laughs> But walking up from a distance, if you if you look at the stadiums, it's so funny to see how little the Astrodome looks. It looks tiny yeah. compared to this stadium that was built twenty years ago. Yeah. It's not even new anymore. Yeah. And I was like, that I told Amber, that stadium used to be like, what is it, the eighth one of the world or whatever. Yeah. And now it's just a stadium that looks old.
1: <laughs> now it's just a dome.
0: Right. I was like, it kinda just looks like a less souped up superdome. <laughs> like, that's all it looks like. Now it looks so tiny. Like we were at the we were on the top level of NRG and we were like we would have been on the roof of uh yeah. the Astrodome and that didn't even include how far up the roof goes and all that. Yep. The one thing I was kind of mad about was the stadium wasn't open.
1: The roof wasn't open. And it was a great day. Hmm. Like it was But perfect they had weather. it closed. Yes. Well, hey, you shouldn't be mad about it because the Colts defense played great. It's true. But I, I had a theory
0: on why they did that. I think they knew they weren't going to have a lot of people there. So it would sound louder (laughs) if it was closed. Maybe (laughs) that was my theory. Maybe
1: that's pretty smart. I gotta give you that. There's
0: no reason to not have it open. It was like maybe 80 degrees at most. Yeah, and no rain. It was a little cloudy. Like it was a nice day to have it open. Speaking of nice days,
1: we need to talk briefly about city park schedules. Oh, and why they (laughs) and why they start at the end of February. And early March, and close at the beginning of November, because have, in like early March it's freezing. Right, it snows. It's always cold. It's like you wake up; it's thirty-four degrees. They outside. actually start in February. It, yeah, well, it might get to forty-five middle of the day. What's the temperature? I mean, we had we had like one day of a cold front. Right, a couple days ago was that Monday? Yeah, I think it's coming back though. Well, the thing, like, look at the well, fore- I mean, look at the forecast back. for the weekend. Go, do me a favor. Pull out your phone right now, or your computer, or whatever. Look at the forecast for the next few days. Tell me what the highs are. Let's see here. Oh, man. I got an update on my phone. Well, hopefully that doesn't um, prevent you from looking at the temperatures. Well, no.
0: It's just the weather app is different now. Um, I see... Tomorrow's Thursday, right? Yes. 80. 80. 80. 83.
1: 83
0: then 66 61 68 and the lows get to near freezing
1: but during the day oh but
0: then it goes back up (laughs) next week 77 75
1: why in the world do our park schedule they're just off by a month right just start at the end of march and end in the beginning of december right that's it
0: and then you just have another week you're done for thanksgiving you're done
1: yeah I it, agree. It makes no sense to me. I mean, I've been on this for years, dude. I like I have since, too, since like, like twenty fourteen, right? Yeah, the last
0: five years or so, because it, it's always too cold at the end of February and early it's March. It's freezing.
1: You can't feel the bat in your hands if right. you are playing softball. The
0: games get canceled. It probably will rain. It's ridiculous. Um, yeah, yeah. Just I've been, start
1: at the end of March.
0: The reason why they do that is it's you are not gonna like this, but it's got to be the only reason. It's the way they've always done it. It's the reason why MLB wouldn't push their season back last year because of COVID, because Manfred was like, "No, we're on this timetable. Like, we have to be done by whatever, whatever. You know, it's like, well, you could have pushed it back into December. Like, instead, they're like, no, October. (laughs) It's the same reason. They're like, well, we've always done it like this, and they want to be done before Thanksgiving. Probably. I don't. I don't know.
1: It just. It doesn't make sense. Vacation schedules.
0: I don't know. I don't know. I'm sure there's reasons that, that does bother me. I don't like that at it's all. It's not a consumer friendly reason, but yes, they should start
1: end of March time or end of March. Right, right it's it starts it starts feeling warmer at the end of March. Yeah, our coldest months are January and February. At minimum, it won't be super cold. It might be like 50, but at least it's not 30. Or like whatever. like realistically, the climate is very similar in December as it is March, right? It's yeah. just that we have the residual heat coming off of summer and fall that when the sun shines, it can heat us back up. Yeah. But there is no residual heat out of winter. I agree. It's like, just push it back a month. You could, how hard is this?
0: You could finish either this week or next week. Exactly. And be done before Christmas. It's like,
1: dude, it is always
0: sixties in December. Always. I don't remember the last time we like actually played like the first week of a softball season on the weeknight. Cause yeah. it was always too cold or it would rain or it would both. <laughs> both a cold freezing. rain. Dude, it's just freezing dude. And then you get backlogged. And then I think last year we didn't even finish the spring season. I think we played seven game or seven, seven of the eight weeks. Like not only did our playoffs get canceled, we mm-hmm. didn't even finish the eight weeks that that might actually sound right. Because yeah. we, we got a credit for like that one week. Hmm. Uh, at least on mondays some of the other days might
1: have finished it just it just makes no sense to me i know i agree i have even written my congressman
0: write an angry letter
1: well i mean it wasn't angry it was just well, like hey why does it done this way and why can't it be done that way Write <laughs> to your city councilman it just bothers me man
0: maybe you went too far up the chain
1: i might have because i just got like some sort of quick email back from some secretary and it was not really conducive to solving the problem. Well, we know the people that run those parks and stuff. The problem is is that they tell me that they can't. Right. It goes way above them. Yeah, way above. So you know what I did? I went way above them. <laughs> yeah, you went too far above. I probably did. Because it was probably one hey, step above. Aim high. Okay? Right. Aim
0: high. You don't need to talk to the president. You just need to talk to the manager of the city parks. <laughs> Not even the president of the city parks. Yeah, fair. <laughs> the like third in line, the third in succession,
1: if something bad were to happen. <laughs> Alright, so we gotta jump into these NFL spreads because as always, whenever you're the one guessing, I don't get like any wild cards. Yeah. That's, Somehow, that's whenever fine. I'm guessing, both the Cowboys and the Broncos are either on prime time or on a buy.
0: I don't see the problem. Yeah.
1: So Thursday. December 9th, the game is Pittsburgh Steelers at Minnesota Vikings. Steelers at Vikings. The Steelers are 6-5-1, 5-7 against the spread. The Vikings are 5-7, 6-6 <laughs> six six against the spread. By the way,
0: Vikings lost to the Lions.
1: By the way. Lions are on the board. Quickly, before before you guess this spread, the Vikings would be 8-4 if the only thing different about their team... Was they had an elite head coach? That's it. Maybe not even elite. That that's that is literally it. Well, yeah, we talked about hot seat
0: coaches. I don't I don't see him making it to next year. Um, wait, who's the home team?
1: Vikings. It's in Minnesota.
0: <sighs> God, they play so many close games. Give me the Vikings by a field goal by three. Yeah,
1: you get to pick. Are you serious? It's Vikings by three.
0: Oh my god! This is oh my goodness. I know. I went with that. I wouldn't pick. want to pick. I this went one with either. the push that one week. Remember that?
1: You could try again.
0: It was dangerously close to almost happening. Um, give
1: me the Vikings. Okay, Vikings. I don't like it. So Sunday night football. I'm kind of surprised that this game stayed on Sunday night.
0: Well, after last week's Sunday night game, they need to keep all of them. The Chicago Bears at the Green Bay Packers. Oh, that's why Packers.
1: Yeah, it's big. The rivalry. Chicago Bears four and eight on the season, also four and eight against the spread. The Bears nine and three on the season, ten and two against the spread. The Packers are. Yeah, another coach about to find his way out of there.
0: Packers by. I think I'm underselling it. Seven and a half.
1: Yeah, you are on the Bears by five. It's Packers by 12 and a half.
0: Oh, wow. Way underselling it. Yeah. Holy crap. I was thinking maybe eight or nine, but. Ooh. I
1: just, the, the part that I don't understand is that ESPN's Football Power Index has this as the second most lopsided matchup of the entire week, only to Tennessee hosting Jacksonville. I just, like, mm. wa- like this is not going to be a good game. It shouldn't be, no, for sure. I think Justin Fields is back. Uh, Yeah. Uh, So, Monday Night Football, this should be a good game. Los Angeles Rams mm. at Arizona Cardinals. Mm-hmm. Eight and four Rams, who are five and seven against the spread, by the way. This is why there was no flex this week, because it was already a Monday Night game. There are other games that should have been flexed to to, to oh. Sunday night, and I'm going to do one of them as my – anyway. Now, there's one that for sure got protected. Yeah, yeah, they can't protect one. Bills at Bucks. That one for sure got yeah. protected in the afternoon. That's a massive game. But the one that I'm going to pick should definitely have been flexed to Sunday night football. So this is at Arizona? Yes, it's LA Rams at Arizona Cardinals. The Cardinals are 10-2, and best record in the league. Nine and three against the spread.
0: Give me the Cardinals. Man, this is a tricky one. Because I want to, I want to pick them to be a big favorite, but the Rams. got...
1: <clears throat> I'll say four. You are on the Cardinals. It's Cardinals by two and a half. Oh, that's it. They're favored oh. by less than the Vikings are. Okay. I almost went six, but I was like, no, it's probably like four. Wow, two. Yeah, Cardinals favored by two and a half. Interesting. I mean the Rams can
0: can make some noise if they want to.
1: Cowboys. We got the Cowboys playing the noon start game on the road at the Washington football team. Cowboys are an eight and four, nine and three against the spread. Washington is six and six, five and seven against the spread. Cowboys are probably a really big
0: favorite on the road relative to road favorites i'll say the
1: cowboys are favored by six you are on the cowboys they're favored by four okay but they are favored on the road but i think they're like the third or fourth biggest road favorites of the week oh wow yeah uh the denver broncos the other game that's guaranteed for us to pick every week uh (laughs) they have the 3 p.m central start time hosting the Detroit Lions, who, by the way, the Detroit Lions have a better record since the start of November than the Los Angeles Rams. And a bunch of other teams. The Detroit Lions won 10 one 8-4 and, eight and four against the spread. They've had some close games. The Denver Broncos 6-6, six 6-6 and six, six and six against yeah, the spread. Yeah, that sounds about
0: right. Yep. Although I said last week, if you remember, it was like a 10-point line against the Chiefs. Yeah. And I said all the Chiefs had to do was get to 20. You remember that? You did.
1: You you did say. <laughs> How that. How much did
0: the Broncos score? Nine. <laughs> the Chiefs, just to top it off, they were like, "Nah, we'll get to twenty-two. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna
1: blow this spread out of the water." <laughs> oh boy. Oh, <sighs> Lions at Broncos. By the way, anybody who wants to follow up on that stat, the Lions are one, two, and one since the start of November, and the Rams are one and three. <sighs> Very happy for the Lions, by the way. Yes. Like that scene in Detroit, especially with what happened with the school shooting yeah. uh in Oxford, you know, forty minutes north of there. Like I that talk, was
0: yeah. You know, I talked about that with some of the MLW guys. Yeah.
1: That was that was a really cool scene and perfect timing. You know, and beyond that, real quick before you pick the spread of this game, Tate Muir wore number forty two. Michigan beat Ohio State, forty two to twenty seven. Michigan beat Iowa forty two to three. Oh, wow. You can't make this up. <laughs> That's incredible. Um,
0: I really want to be on the Lions because I think the Lions will cover
1: one. Oh, well, you could just say Lions by a million then. I mean, yeah, if you want to be on the Lions. I could say Lions by one because they're not going to be favored. Um, what do you think the line is, though? The Lions
0: will cover this. Okay. And I actually really believe they'll get two wins in a row. You think? Okay. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, they're going to be feeling themselves. The Broncos, even though the Broncos do this where it's like every other week, yeah, they're up, they're down, they're up, they're down. They're bad. Um, it's probably Broncos
1: three and a half. You are way on the Lions. What it's was it? Broncos by eight and a half. Eight and a half. Oh, take the lot. Put the house on the Lions. For what it's worth, the line opened at seven and a half. So that means oh. that money is coming in on the Broncos. Okay.
0: Normally Vegas knows something I don't know. I know something Vegas doesn't. <laughs> I can't
1: for sure. Okay. So there's a couple of juicy matchups that I wanted to touch on. Um, Baltimore Cleveland. That's not getting put on Sunday night again, but that's a matchup with playoff implications. Vegas at Kansas City. That's a matchup with playoff implications. Also, the matchup that we briefly touched on earlier, Bills at Bucks, that might be the best matchup of the week outside of Rams at Cardinals. That's not getting flexed. But this game absolutely should have been flexed to Sunday Night Football. 49ers at Bengals. I think the loser of this game misses the playoffs. That is how important this game is, especially for the Bengals, because that AFC playoff picture is getting real tight real fast. The 49ers have more wiggle room they're more likely to make the playoffs after a loss on sunday but the san francisco 49ers 6 and 6 coming off of a game that they probably should have won in seattle 5 and 7 against the spread at the bengals who are now 7 and 5 mm-hmm. 6 and 6 against the spread
0: well the bengals will be all right even if they lose cuz they get the broncos next week um i'm sure the bengals are favored but it's probably real tight Two teams that have shown promise and then given it right back. So the Bengals
1: are two and a half point favorites. So you're half right. The line opened At two with the Bengals favored. It's shifted that much? The 49ers are favored by one and a half. Oh wow. The Bengals opened as half point favorites. Oh, just a half It was basically a pick 'em, but they technically were favored. Well, that's why I went two and a half.
0: I was like, well, on a neutral field, I bet you San Francisco's favored. No, they're wow. just straight favored.
1: Yeah. Wow, that's incredible. So yeah, you are on the Bengals on that one. I wonder how much the head coaching plays into that. I mean possibly, but Zach Taylor's been pretty good. Yeah, he's been pretty good. I still like Shanahan better. Yeah. I mean I I think Maybe what the betters are looking at on this game is San Francisco's physically dominant style of offense. I we don't know if the Bengals are built to really stop that. Yeah, George um, Kittle's back. Yeah, and George Kittle looks like George Kittle again. Yeah, he was great last week. So
0: that's an interesting game.
1: Yeah, I mean that. In my opinion, that should be Sunday Night Football. Forty ers of Bengals. In in my opinion, the winner of that game all but punches their ticket i know it's early i know that there's still weeks to be played is, is but, that a three o'clock game uh yes it's I, a th- it's at 325 on fox uh i don't i don't have that information okay. in front of me but also at 325 is bills at bucks that one's probably cbs if,
0: if they do it like they normally there's some wiggle room now but it used to be like the road team uh afc nfc Mm. the AFC would always be on CBS I think it's kind of changed but it's still kind of that way Yeah, the AFC team always was on uh, CBS and the NFC got Fox so I I bet you they probably
1: wanted to keep it maybe you think that both CBS and Fox opted to keep those games yeah that might have been the ones that they say you don't think Fox would have wanted would have been okay with Packers Bears in the afternoon I just like I Maybe. mean how, how many how many keeps do you get? Do you we, get one a
0: week? One a week, I
1: think. Yeah, each each network gets to keep one. And so so games could flex at the noon slot or the afternoon slot? Yeah, yeah, it could be
0: yeah. Okay. But I don't know how they reschedule it if the Bears Packers just take that time slot or if they go to noon. I don't I don't yeah, know. I'm not I don't sure know how that works. But yeah, you would think they might want Packers. I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. Maybe NBC chose to keep it. I bet you NBC probably chose to keep it because it's Packers.
1: That game is just going to be such a snooze fest. But Aaron Rodgers if, is hot right dude, now, dude. But exactly, no. Like if I'm <laughs> looking at the betting line, it's the biggest betting line of the week. It's twelve and a half points. But I bet you the Aaron Rodgers factor. The only them other to keep game it. that's double digits is Chargers hosting Giants, which, by the way. Covid's going through the Chargers team right now. We don't even know who's going to be available come game time.
0: I bet it's also the biggest rivalry, like the longest rivalry in the NFL: Bears Packers. So uh, I bet you they they wanted to
1: keep that. I, bet I mean you that is true. true. Aaron Rodgers had the "I still own you" yes. moment last time they played. Yeah. I just man, and the COVID thing. Like when, when I'm when I'm looking at the matchups, right? And like I'm obviously I'm a bit of a newer NFL fan of only really been watching the last ten years, but. Like looking at the schedule of games, there's 5 or 6 games that really catch my eye. Mm-hmm. And that's not one of them. Right. Competitively, I'd rather watch something else, but they're they
0: want eyeballs. I bet you they wanted to keep this game. All right, maybe. Because the biggest NFL story that wasn't with the Raiders was Aaron Rodgers and the COVID. Yeah. Yeah. So he's he's got eyeballs on him for sure. COVID? Right. Isn't that what people are calling it? COVID, COVID and yeah immunization and Mm -hmm. joe buck dropped a little i i heard it sarcasm on that yeah that was great (laughs) he was on uh with peyton and eli too the other night it was funny as hell oh man he took a he took
1: a shot at peyton i yep from the super bowl (laughs) yeah because peyton was like you know you guys ever wish like during broadcasts that you could just have like people on interview he's like yeah probably last time was uh, Seahawks Broncos Super Bowl?
0: Yeah, because they were talking about blowouts.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, that stung, man. That hurt. That hurt real deep. <laughs> it was the appropriate response. That's the only. That's the only way to right. respond. Like if if someone's gonna have something right. clever, you gotta throw it back at them. That was a good one. So as much as I don't enjoy listening to Joe Buck announce games, I actually do kind of like Joe Buck. He's pretty funny. He's yeah. he's on our station quite a bit
0: because our morning show uh interviews Troy weekly.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So they uh they get Joe on frequently. They'll get him on a couple times a year and he'll come on and of course, you know, any any they can try to get him to do a ticket joke on air, they try to do it. He he doesn't bite, but I was hoping he would do it on the Monday night thing cuz they they have like funny conversations with him about doing stuff like that. But yeah, they'll get him on pretty frequently. He's a good interview.
1: But yeah, they mainly get him because of Troy. So, all right. Sometimes that's what you need in life. You need an in. Yep. Troy is the in. Yeah, he's all right. He's all right. Um,
0: what was I going to say? Oh yeah, go Lions. Um,
1: go Lions. Get get that two in a row. Get that two in a row. Could you imagine if because if because if they win and the Texans don't, the Lions no longer have the number 1 pick. Oh, it would be a three-way tie
0: with Jacksonville.
1: No, it wouldn't because the Lions have a tie. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> Stupid ties. <laughs> that's right. Like there's there is almost well, no th- world where both yeah. the Texans and Jags will win in one week. Yeah, they would be third. That 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 the, at a certain point You know, now I I find myself rooting for Dan Campbell. He comes across as being very authentic, very genuine human being. I love Dan Campbell. And I just, you know, not only is he a good soundbite, we're going to bite him off with the kneecaps. Right. Right? Like, not only is he a good soundbite, but, I mean, you can see his passion for the game. I mean, he's head coach of a team that's 0-10-1. And when they win that game, you know, mm-hmm. he just he embraces a quarterback who he has criticized for not taking enough chances. Right. right. And it's like I just that's the kind of guy, you know, who he just has that innate quality about him that he can motivate someone else to perform.
0: He uh well actually when we got in the car leaving the Texans game, I turned on Sirius real quick to see what game they had popping on at the end, and it was the Lions. It was like the final couple plays, and then they pulled it off. I was like Oh, my God, Minnesota.
1: Well, so so we were in. It was Kevin, Eric, and I, my brother. My mom was also there. And, you know, just like some random bar patrons. We were at first round draft and first go for the mm-hmm. noon games like we always are. And we saw the Lions start driving. And I was like, I was dead set. They're going to win this game. Well, that's how I thought like, in they the are, first half. Well, n- <laughs> no, no, no. Like, in that moment, I'm like, they are going to yeah. win this game. Like, everything. They are so do as a city, right. as a franchise, as players on the field, I'm like, they are so due. Like, they are going to win this game. I mean, and you look at, like, why are the Vikings running a prevent defense in the red zone? Right. You know, but but it's like... It, what it's, was it, like,
0: on the 12 or yeah, something? Yeah, but it's
1: it's those sorts of things. It's like, that mistake is only made when your opponent is so due mm-hmm. that, like, you just, you underestimate them or, like, it's just fate that you make a bad decision, Right. But, I mean, sure enough, Goff, with all of the arm strength that he might have, just fires it into a Monroe St. Brown. Yep. And he catches it, and just, like, just past the goal line. It, it was a big moment.
0: His first ever touchdown.
1: Unfortunately, it was the second biggest moment in that stadium this year, you know, because Justin Tucker made history. But <laughs> and And by the way, you know, real quick, before I get completely off Joe Buck... That call of Justin Tucker's 66-yard historic record field goal to walk off the Lions when they would have lost otherwise is one of the worst calls in sports history.
0: I don't think I remember it. Oh, uh,
1: yeah. You know why you don't remember it? Because it was terrible. <laughs> but it wasn't, like, funny bad. It was just bad. Like, it, right. it was just pathetic. It's like, I that is the if... greatest kick in the history of the discipline.
0: Right. Right. I don't know. Maybe he was confused on if it went in. I don't know. Because actually, that was brought up this week about his call in the Super Bowl and the Tyree catch.
1: Joe, Joe Buck? Yeah. Uh, he he wasn't at that game. But just, I don't, like, I feel like Joe Buck is, oh, oh. is way overrated and has, oh, okay. like, honestly terrible calls. I mean, the biggest moment. Okay, so Joe he didn't call the no, Ravens game. Joe Buck did not call the Ravens-Lions okay. game. But Joe Buck's biggest moment of his career, he parroted his dad. Like, that is the biggest call of Joe Buck's career. It's not even his moment. Mhm. And you should and anybody who's listening to this, go back and watch Nelson Cruz's walk-off grand slam in the 2011 ALCS versus the Tigers. Oh, I was just, there. Just just go but watch the broadcast. It is the only first and only walk-off grand slam mm-hmm. in MLB postseason history which goes back to the 1800s. Yep. This is the only time it's ever happened.
0: Old Hoss It Radform. is one
1: of the worst calls in the history of baseball, I guess I've never heard it because I was there. Go watch after <laughs> after we're done. I'm gonna show you a video and we can talk about it next week. Oh my god, it's horrendous. Yeah, I need
0: to listen to that. I don't think I've ever heard it.
1: There's just I there's, just lived it, man. I just, just live in the moment. Like his voice is—it's too like fabricated, perfect broadcaster voice that, to- that through most of his broadcast, he has zero inflection and emotion. Mm-hmm. Right, like it's just this is my voice, you know. Like it just it bothers me. It bothers me. I am sorry, I am not a. I I don't dislike Joe Buck the person. I right. just dislike Joe Buck the broadcaster.
0: Okay, that's fair. All right. So while we're on the topic of uh, Detroit having the number one pick, I don't know if you saw this last week, but the uh, Jets had back to back picks in the first round, and the Giants had back to back picks right after the Jets. So, New York has currently has four picks in a row, two for the Jets, two for the Giants.
1: Could you imagine the hype if the draft was actually held in New right. York as well? People are, like, trying to get it now to go to New York. I, <laughs> I actually I feel like the draft won't be in New York for the next few years. It's now, not supposed to be. They've yeah. already planned it yeah, to but, be elsewhere. Yeah. I mean, but it was in New York recently, wasn't it? Like, just uh, a few years ago it was in they New York. went. Because it was yeah. in Philly a couple of years ago.
0: It was here, right?
1: Uh, yeah, it was in Dallas, And then Uh, maybe they went
0: back for a year. Yeah, I can't remember. But I think Vegas is actually in line to have it this year. I think. Them in L.A. maybe. I don't know. And then even Philly has back-to-back picks Uh, in the mid-first round. Mm. (laughs) On top of their 17th pick. Uh, Yeah, so they have three. That's funny how they're all, like, back-to-back. That's crazy. What if the Jets ended up with, like... No, I guess they can't really end up with the first and second pick, but... They're close. They're at 4-5 and right now. Interesting. Uh, You want to talk about the Cowboys or you want to go into college football? You lead the way, man. We'll touch on the Cowboys because (laughs) we mentioned in the open Tim Tebow episode. (laughs) I I, I (laughs) thought we were watching Tebow again last week with Taysom Hill as the comparisons loomed large with the errant throws just throw after throw after throw oh i thought it was i thought it was gonna be the worst quarterback performance of the week and then i went to a texans game um where where tyrod taylor
1: gets benched for davis mills
0: i think he got hurt because at one point i saw him clenching his his arm mm. i think that's why he came out plus they were terrible he was like four of 13 or something but yeah Taysom him <laughs> If you look at the final end of game stats, they all look pretty similar except for the in, the uh, turnovers. But they also had that what seventy or eighty yard touchdown at the end of the game. The, yeah, s- the, Saints the did. Tommy
1: what was his name? Uh, the punt returner. It was uh, started with a D. Deontay Harris. Deontay, yes. Deontay yeah. Harris. Yeah, he had that catch. I was run. thinking of like Tommy Lee Lewis or whoever. <laughs> I, I know you're talking about it. He's like a kicker turner. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, but no, yeah. this is Deontay Harris. Yeah.
0: Yeah. He had the catch and run where Trayvon was like kind of going to tackle him, but then kind of not. And, but I thought, you know, the Cowboys didn't look great, but you know what? When you play a bad team with a bad quarterback. And you win by 10 on the road. Yeah. I mean,
1: you win by 10 on the road. You win by 10 on the road.
0: And you were up 17. Yeah. And it, you basically just needed to not give up that touchdown that early, but whatever. Because um, it was right before the two-minute warning. But yeah, you, you walk into New Orleans and you get a win, you, you leave and no apologies needed. Yeah. You, you get the W, you get back on track uh, before your gauntlet of uh, division games that are coming up with Washington
1: twice. I will ask you because, because we do have, it's what, four of the last six games are division? for the last for the last five yeah washington washington philly giants and what's the other team cardinals yeah so like for your last five games are division games so like the like the season is still in front of you here yeah are the cowboys legit i'll say yes because i think that they win the division almost by default at this point because they are up two games they do have the division matchups ahead of them which means that their strength of schedule is is pretty nice coming into the to the down the stretch here but when i say legit like do they have a path to the conference championship game or the super bowl
0: i'll say yes because
1: has anybody looked invincible the packers since week 1 they've been yeah they've been pretty good the the, the packers the packers lost week 1 and they lost the game that Aaron Rodgers didn't play. And outside of that, the Packers look amazing. Yeah. They lost the one game last week. Against they're they're Minnesota. winning. They're winning without their running backs. They're winning without their receivers. They look amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They're the one team I think that really looks another team that looks really good are the Cardinals, because they've won against yeah. quality opponents with their backup quarterback. That's true. Like the Cardinals and the Packers are legit. And I think that I just keep forgetting about the Cardinals well, because it's the Cardinals. Yeah, well, they have the best record in football. It's I hard know. To forget about them. Well, it's and, the Cardinals. And I'm gonna throw. I'm gonna throw a third team out there. I think that the goat factor. I think the Bucks are legit. Oh, always, yeah. I'll never bet against Brady again in my and, life. And so, like, my my question essentially is: Are the Cowboys in that class? Now, like, those are likely the four division winners. You know, the Rams could upset the Cardinals. Yeah. You know. Down the stretch here, the Rams could still take that division, but those are the likely four division winners. Are the are the Cowboys in the same class as those three teams? That's my question.
0: I'll say no, but could they make a run? Sure. I don't think it's out of the question. And yeah, like you said, we have the four division winners. Now, Washington and L.A. would have to win this week to stay in the hunt.
1: It's just, it's very quickly looking like the Cowboys are going to host the Rams. In the first week of the playoffs. And I'd be
0: okay with that if I was a Cowboy fan. I would actually, well, I mean, there's no easy game, it looks like, because there's such a heavy top five Yeah, in the NFC.
1: The easy game would be get the three seed, face the six seed. Yes. And, like, the six seed's going to be Minnesota or San Francisco or right. Philly. Seeding is
0: huge. Right now, Washington's in the in one of those spots. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, the higher you can get, if you can, Catch that three C because
1: yeah, right now they're tied. They're, they're going to need the Packers or the Bucks to slip, and I just I don't see it happening. Like I I just I worry that the Cowboys are going to face the team that was favored to win the toughest division in football before the season in yeah. the first round of the playoffs. Yeah, it looks inevitable, and I just I don't I don't think that's a gimme win. Like obviously, it's no not. playoff win is a gimme, right? Like you make the playoffs, you're at least a decent NFL team, so. I, I just I don't I find it hard to to put the Cowboys on that caliber. The one thing that we haven't seen, and this is this is the one thing that I will say in in favor of the Cowboys maybe being in that caliber. We have yet to see the team healthy. And, right. and but but the problem is we may never see the team healthy. Right. So just because they come back doesn't mean they're gonna stay
0: back. Exactly. Or that everybody else that was still there is still there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, now that you say that, I was like, well, they're not in that class. But the way the season's gone, I think, is where my mind was going. Just the randomness of some of these games and what we thought we knew and what little we actually know regarding a week-to-week basis. It's who gets hot right now. Yep. Right now in the month of December. Who gets hot
1: going into the playoffs? I don't think that I have seen any conference – Feel as wide open as the nfc for sure for now sure. now now i i do say that i feel like there's a top three i think there's a clear top three i agree yeah, but then agree but then you. i think that there's you know the two teams the cowboys and, and the rams who right. you know either one of them if they play their a plus game they could beat anybody the... but, but then there's like five more teams that are all competing for that six seven seed area and it's like if any one of them catches fire I wouldn't feel so confident if I was that, you know, 3-4 seed that I'm just going to be able to walk through these games. Like I just I don't know, man. Like and and the AFC like is anyone good? No. The Patriots and the Chiefs. <laughs> is anyone else in the conference good? Man, I was I was really still on the Buffalo bandwagon,
0: but I It's hard to let go of Buffalo, I think still after that crazy weather game. Because the odds of that happening again are, I think, pretty small. That you're actually going to have a play in a game where you can't throw the ball at all. Or you don't have to, I guess, if you're the Patriots.
1: But, yeah, the Buffalo thing is really weird. So they go all in on the quarterback, and he has a regression-type season. It's crazy.
0: The way New England's come on. You know, We all expected, I think, Kansas City to really
1: find it eventually, and their defense has found it. But the offense isn't there. The offense is steady enough. I think it's steady. They're, it's not, not offense, what it was. The offense is being outscored by the Dolphins' offense well, over the exact same stretch. They're both on five-game winning streaks, and the Dolphins' offense has scored more than the Chiefs' offense in that time period. That's fine. I I will still bet on the Chiefs to make the Super Bowl. I will stick
0: to that because I don't trust anyone anybody else i trust the patriots now i maybe. trust coach belichick maybe now the other the other
1: sneaky team that i watch on sunday is the colts sneaky sneaky but they might not even make the playoffs based on uh, how their season is gone losing a couple of close games and now they have a tough stretch to end the season like them and the Bengals, like it. it could be rough let's see
0: yeah, they're slightly
1: behind,
0: but do you trust the Steelers to stay ahead of the Colts? Probably. The Steelers who I, haven't I had don't. a losing
1: record under Mike Tomlin? Yes, I do. Well, they could go 8-8-1 and not
0: make the playoffs, which is probably the most likely scenario. <laughs> they're 6-5 and 1. They're they're doing fine, but I don't I don't think they're better than the Colts. I don't think they're better than the Colts either, but that doesn't really matter. But I also think they could overtake the Bengals or the Chargers. Shoot, they might even overtake the bills. Like, what do we know? We don't we know nothing. We know absolutely nothing. And then at the top, I will never trust the Titans. I'm not a Lamar fan. I don't trust him. Well, he's also been pretty bad the last month. Right. I think he's been pretty bad like the last five years. Um I mean, he does have a <laughs> unanimous MVP. Yeah, I wish I could run like him. <laughs> don't we all? Jesus. Little running back back there, yeah. I'm gonna stay with the Chiefs, but with with the NFC, like you said, it's it's so top heavy. The one seed, the, let's just say the Cardinals get that bye. yeah. They're gonna be sitting there like, well, we don't want to play the Rams or the Cowboys, yeah, and that's their matchup most likely, unless there's a big upset. It would have to be a massive upset. I mean, you're talking Washington over Tampa. Or San Francisco or Philly over Green Bay over Green Bay or yeah, those are kind of your what you're looking at. That's nuts. Yeah, like the Cardinals, like oh yeah, we got the one seed. Oh, here comes Dallas, L. A. But do you want the one
1: seed? (laughs) Right. I mean, I guess. Nah, you need the buy. You typically you need the buy. Get healthy as healthy as you can because i mean even if you're the two or the three you're just gonna play an extra
0: game and guess what you're gonna play green Bay or tampa yep like it's yeah i'd still rather play dallas or la but that's the kind of situation they're in where normally you know you get that buy, you're like well maybe we can maybe get somewhat of an easy game with with a wildcard team or something but well, we'll see be interesting final month i think we'll know I, I say this we know nothing we've known nothing for three months I feel like we'll
1: know a lot more in three weeks once the playoffs are on the horizon. I mean, there's a ton of division matchups in particular that are taking place in the next few weeks. Yeah, like, and to you, you know, to your point, we're going to know a lot more. Like, the picture is going to start taking shape. I mean, it is possible that the Cowboys win the division in the next three weeks. I mean, I just want to see who gets hot
0: because I think that's those are the teams to watch out for going into to January. Yeah, like the Colts are hot right now. They've won what. Six of seven or
1: something like that. Dolphins won five in a row. Right. I mean, the three longest winning streaks in the in the league so far are the Dolphins have won five in a row, the Chiefs have won five in a row, and the Patriots have won seven in a row. That's crazy. The last team to beat the Patriots is the Cowboys. I mean, yeah, the Dolphins did all that and
0: they're still sitting in thirteenth. Yeah, they're six to seven. That's crazy. But I mean, they're not out of it. But they've got themselves such a big hole where the Colts have pretty much gotten themselves out of it. Yeah. Man, yeah, the Colts, I think, com- could be sneaky because of that run game. Like, if you get a weather game like we saw in Buffalo.
1: They can handle it. They are
0: they are primed for that. Yeah. <laughs> like, that is their type of game. Like, oh, Carson Wentz doesn't have to throw? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Just hand it off to Jonathan Taylor every play. Yeah, that that's their kind of game. And that was kind of what Tennessee was built for. And now they don't have Derrick Henry. But he might be back for the playoffs. If he's back for the playoffs, I'll be
1: shocked. And if he's back, I don't think he'll even be close to 100%. There's they, no way. They were saying the timetable of the recovery from him, the surgery that he got was just a few months. I don't know, And that man. he could be good to go week 18 or the playoffs.
0: That'd be nuts. That's just nuts to me. Because he had, what, a broken foot? Is it
1: as nuts as that dude that tore his Achilles? Who who was that? Someone tore their Achilles in preseason, and like they're already back practicing. Like, oh, and right making now? Yeah. It's uh, Cam Akers the 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 oh, rams guy is he really yeah there's talk that he might play in the playoffs
0: there's no way i know didn't that happen with hunter henry like a couple years ago where he came back for a playoff game
1: that i don't know
0: I remember, that, I remember
1: i remember breaking his leg and then playing in the super bowl right but and he wasn't even close to 100% yeah but he was still good like, i want to say
0: hunter henry tore his acl like in the off season and he came back for the first week of the playoffs like mm-hmm. that was his first game of the year it was kind of nuts. Um, yeah, looking at these AFC
1: teams, I guess Baltimore's kind of built to run it a little bit, although... But their attack hasn't been that effective. Yeah. I mean, you lose, like, three running backs to injury, and, like, Maybe it, they're it not. wears on you.
0: It's it's kind of weird. The Ravens want to run the ball, but if you know they're going to have to run it in a weird weather game, I think feel like you can stop it, because now you don't have to worry about the pass. And their pass game isn't, like, Anything to worry about, but if it's non-existent, you don't have to. Yeah, yeah, that could be neutralized pretty easily. Devontae Freeman, though, is kind of having a nice little season for them. I will give him credit.
1: Um, yeah, the Chiefs got to stick with the Chiefs, right, in the AFC. I mean, I the the crazy thing I saw this stat over the weekend, or I guess it was Monday after the. Uh, it might have actually been after Monday Night Football. Now that I think about it, it might have been yesterday. Holy crap! It's been a long week for me. <laughs> Um, the most likely Super Bowl matchup of like both teams making it to the Super Bowl is Patriots Bucks right yeah the 10 percent chance yeah I saw that how incredible would that be to see Brady versus Belichick on the biggest stage it almost seems like it has to happen like it's just destined to happen like how I felt watching the Detroit Lions drive down the fields like it, they are due right like the sports world is due. Brady versus Belichick on the Super Bowl. It's like stage. Belichick kind of just punted on last year for this moment. <laughs> he, he took a shot with Cam because he realized that Jared Stidham wasn't all that. And, uh, you know, the guy that he wanted in the draft fell.
0: Yeah. And they got a bunch of players back that opted out last year. Not
1: only did they get a bunch of players back that opted out, but they also drafted well, maybe for the first time ever. Yeah. And they also... Sign, they spent a lot of money in for agency, and a lot of those seem to have panned out.
0: Yeah, the tight ends and whatnot.
1: And Judon. Judon, yeah, that was one. Yeah. Wow, can you imagine Brady
0: versus have The numbers that would do? I think it would be the most watched Super Bowl of all time. It's got to be the most, yeah, easily. Got to be.
1: God, I'm kind of rooting for it. Well, <laughs> you can rest assured that it is the most likely of any matchup in the Super Bowl, I'm just, as of Wednesday, December eighth at eight twenty one p.m. I'm just gonna assume Tampa Bay is
0: gonna make the Super Bowl because it's Brady, and so I think we'll either have a rematch against Kansas City or we'll get the Belichick match.
1: I think those are the two teams. I th- I think in the AFC you're you're getting one of two teams. I I just I don't see the consistency from the Bills. I don't see I the agree. and I don't see the ceiling from teams like the Colts, Dolphins, or any of the seven win teams. I just I don't see the ceiling. The only team that I have seen the ceiling from is the Bengals. But I just don't trust them year 2 with Burrow going up against the the Chiefs and and the and the Patriots, right? Like that it's a matchup dependent playoff yeah. bracket. I just I don't see the Bengals getting through one or both of those teams.
0: Yeah, I think it's those two for sure. And then everybody else is kind of just in their other class.
1: But that class is deep. It's like a ten team class.
0: The the team that I like, the Colts, to be a dark horse, isn't even in the playoffs right now. Yeah, <laughs> they're sitting ninth. <laughs> yep. But they also haven't had their bye week. I think their bye week is this week, so they're gonna correct. Yeah, the it's, last week. it's
1: Colts, Patriots, and a couple other teams. I think yeah, teams that bye.
0: have played all thirteen. Yep. Dolphins, and I think that's it.
1: Uh, there should be four. Oh, well, then I missed it. Oh, Eagles. There you go. So a lot. Yeah, that's right, because I was going to pick up Dallas Goddard in one of my fantasy leagues, because I have Gesicki in three of them. Oh, and he's, and he's on, on by. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> of course. Like, man. Why not? I guess I'll take Tyler Conklin.
0: Wow. Yeah, it's going to be juicy, juicy NFL playoffs this year. It I be, hope so. It should be fun. A lot A lot of... Teams that are all seem to be like in the same level playing field, but we'll see. Uh, All right, we'll end with with some college football because
1: Cincinnati made it, baby. Cincinnati, the group of five is here and here to stay, baby. Here to stay Uh, until Cincinnati goes to the Big 12 in three years, but we don't talk about that. Well, they're the highest ranked Big 12 team. They are this year. And if, and if, you count them as a Big 12 team. The Big 12, the Big 10, and the SEC have three top 10 teams. That's nuts. And then there's Notre Dame. <laughs> ACC, unrepresented in the top 10. Pac-12, unrepresented in the top 10.
0: Did Did you see uh, Kirk Herbstreet's tweet about Cincinnati? Like, might, Maybe yesterday.
1: Uh, I might
0: have, but which one are you talking about? It was about the fans and how they've complained about the group of five not getting in but now that they finally got one he's like i haven't heard anything you know like basically complaining that a group of five team got in yeah and blaming like fans for not saying anything or you know complaining about it. it's like
1: well yeah they just got in but it took like everything possible it took both the pac 12 and the acc being irrelevant right and the right big 12 team losing Right. Yeah. All yeah. three of those things had to happen. Like
0: your your typical Clemsons and your Oklahoma's, um even Notre Dame because Cincinnati beat Notre Dame and Ohio State all had down ears. Yep. And they all kind of ran themselves out of it and they had to run the table and they even got in with Bama winning. It's like oh man, it's so it's so awesome to see. But yeah, I was like, "Okay, Kirk." Like People are still going to complain because, guess what? They're probably never going to get in again. Yeah. And they may not have gotten in if
1: Oklahoma State had won. If if he had a longer reach. If they had moved the ball three more inches. Right. If his arm is any longer. Mr. Fantastic. Right across the line. Like Oklahoma State may, we'll never know, and they'll never tell us. But uh, Oklahoma State Oka- might have gotten in. Oklahoma State would have gotten in. I I think so too. One hundred percent. Oklahoma State would have gotten in.
0: Now, what I also Pitt.
1: What a pit. Lost a game early in the season, and if they had won that game, they'd be a one-loss ACC conference champion. That would be an. That
0: Pitt, would be. Pitt could have gotten in. Yeah, that would have been a little more interesting, since I think the Big Twelve is better than the
1: ACC. But oh, one hundred percent agree. One hundred percent agree, and and the committee also agrees with two current Big Twelve teams right. being in the top ten.
0: Now they lost to Western Michigan. Yes, week yes. Three.
1: If if Pitt beats Western Michigan, who they should beat, right? You if think. Pitt wins that game, they have a case at that four seed. Yeah, their only loss would have been to Miami. Yep. Now here's
0: what I found interesting because everything had shaped out, and I think the last remaining game. Oh, what was the Saturday night game? Was it the Bama game? Was that kind of the last one? Uh, it was Michigan. Michigan, Michigan, yes. Yeah, okay. Michigan, Iowa. Right. So Michigan won or whatever. But I was thinking, okay, if Michigan loses... No,
1: what was I thinking? By the way, real quick, while you think of that, there are legitimate arguments against Georgia being in the top four. I, because of their strength of schedule. Their best win is against number
0: 18. Well, if Cincinnati gets in, they're getting in. Cincinnati (laughs) beat number five. I know. But if if Cincinnati gets in, Georgia's getting in.
1: Georgia only beat one ranked team. That's fine. All season. And the only other ranked team that they played destroyed them.
0: Well, that's just on par for Bama and Georgia, for Bama to be uh, uh, an underdog and then wipe the floor with them. I
1: think Michigan had a good case to be the one seed. But Michigan was never going to be the one seed because the committee was not going to have an SEC championship rematch in the semifinal. Right. No. It was not going to happen. They're not going to have one, they're not going to have
0: any rematch in the semifinal. But two, it leaves the door open for an SEC final.
1: I don't buy them at all. When they came out and said, "You know, we weren't concerned about a rematch. We were just trying to rank uh, the teams where we thought that they yeah, it's you like, were." It's like, no, you one hundred percent, right? Like, and like I'd even like I'd I'd worked it out. The rankings were the following: it was either a how they came out: Bama, mm-hmm. Michigan, Georgia, Cincinnati, or it was Michigan, Bama, Cincinnati, Georgia. Like the matchups, the semifinal matchups were the same regardless. It was Michigan as the high seed versus Georgia or and alabama is the high seed versus cincinnati it was just who's one and who's two but the committee 100 percent was not gonna match up no, georgia versus bama even though michigan had a really good case yeah to be the one seed for sure because michigan's loss was to number eight bama's loss by the way don't know if you caught this they snuck texas a&m In the ranking right at the end,
0: always, yeah. They made sure they were 25th. It's
1: ridiculous. I know it's the dumbest, it's the dumbest process ever, right? Yeah, Arkansas and Kentucky are also in the 20s, you know. But like Michigan also had like the
0: momentum argument. Oh, they're playing great and they're kicking ass. Okay, so the dilemma I was thinking was I think it was if Michigan had lost, like what,
1: what happens? So if Michigan loses, Ohio State gets in. See, okay. So this is the the committee was not going to put Notre Dame in under any circumstances. Notre Dame was not getting put in without their head coach. I don't know. It wasn't happening. But they did put Notre Dame fifth as the first team out.
0: But they could have just done that to do that.
1: But they had the Michigan win over Iowa, so they didn't have to make the decision between Notre Dame and Ohio State that actually mattered. Actually, now Now, say that. Now they, they were able to like, they knew that Michigan won. They knew that Michigan was in. They knew what the top four was. They ranked Notre Dame five for posterity. I think they might have put Notre Dame in. There's no shot. Because, although,
0: you know, whatever, the committees have been terrible in the past, how can you put a an 11-2 and Michigan team out and put a 10-2 Ohio State team in that didn't make the conference championship game? Like, they have one extra win. Same Do of you losses, remember? And Michigan beat them.
1: The 21st night of September. Do you remember when TCU was four?
0: Oh, yeah, I know. One by
1: 52. I know. That's God why jumped. I said, in theory, how can
0: you leave Michigan out and put Ohio State in? So maybe they just put somebody else in because TCU and Baylor had that head-to-head thing. So they were just like, eh, Ohio State. But So my dilemma was, okay, Notre Dame's not playing. Ohio State's not playing. And you have a a conference champion to lost Baylor. Yeah. And so now I'm thinking, oh, my God, what if, like, Cincinnati loses or something? I'm like, does Baylor have a chance? And then they even got put behind both of them. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, they never had a chance. Nope. And they won the damn conference. The only
1: teams that had a chance were the four that got in in Oklahoma State. Cause my mind was okay. It's got to come down to
0: between Notre Dame and Baylor, and then Baylor was behind both of them. I'm just like, whatever, guys. Like, it doesn't matter. But you kind of see what they're what they would
1: have done, maybe. Yes. And it's so dumb, so dumb. I'm not a huge fan, but whatever. They, they need to expand to at least eight teams. Whatever. At least I think
0: with what how it shaped out, with the way all the games played out, this was the most black and white top four they could have had given the all
1: the scenarios and that's the only way cincinnati got in is because they were clearly one of the top four resumes in the country right that's because the team that probably deserved to be number five cincinnati beat right at their stadium Mm -hmm. like the this this was and to your point earlier it's like it's probably never gonna happen again this was the perfect storm season for a team like cincinnati to have the season that Cincinnati just had and actually get in. So many two-loss teams and one of the one-loss teams you beat. Maybe the best one-loss team in terms of resume.
0: Right. And so, yeah, and even with Alabama winning, like if Alabama
1: would have lost, that should have secured. Alabama still would have gotten in. Maybe, yeah, but that definitely should have secured Cincinnati's spot. 100%, Alabama still would have gotten in. Because I was the only way that Alabama didn't get in is if they lost by 30 right just got slaughtered if the if the game was still like closer than 28 to 3 with four minutes left in the third quarter (laughs) if the game was still close enough that you could make a case Bama could win the game going into the fourth Mm -hmm. Bama would have gotten into the playoff even if they had lost
0: because I was rooting for them to lose because that that was clear cut gonna put
1: Cincinnati in yes
0: pretty much you know what I mean but then
1: Oklahoma State lost Right. Okay. So Cincinnati. Right.
0: Yeah. That was the other factor. But
1: one of the two had to happen and one of them did. But
0: yes, the Oklahoma State loss and Michigan winning and whatever, the Bama Georgia game ended up happening, whatever. But Cincinnati won. I think this was, it's the same top four that they had last week. So for them, I think this was probably the easiest scenario for them to put these four teams in and not have to r- really worry about controversy well and you but
1: you know that they're going to be watching bama versus cincinnati and just hoping that bama wins by 50 so that they never have to entertain right. it again i know you like you like you know that that's what's happening i know meanwhile I mean, the entire that's what I'm country of. the it, like the heat map of who you're rooting for it's going to look like it's going to look a lot like yeah. the 2011 nba finals and the 2021 world series yep. where there's like one state yep. that's red and everyone <laughs> else is black Yep. because everyone's pulling for the
0: Bearcats. Yep, come on Bearcats, come
1: on. Just do me
0: give me the Statue of Liberty play. That's Ameri- all I want.
1: America loves an underdog, man. <sighs> Except they might not love the underdog movie that's being made. At least Cincinnati's playing About a Kurt lot Warner. better than they were earlier in the year
0: when they were kind of squeaking by some of these games. Yeah. I feel like they're definitely playing their best ball right now and please dear god if they beat Alabama. <laughs> Oh man, I'm so rooting. The the ultimate scenario is that they beat both SEC teams on the way. So to this is on.
1: actually the perfect segue into what I wanted to end the show with. Okay. Going back to Rocket League. The Sweden land started Wednesday, December eighth. It started earlier today. Cincinnati did beat Bama in the RLCS. Oh. So uh-oh. so, you know, group of five never being included in the playoff, <laughs> right? Exclusive. There's, the Middle Eastern region was added to Rocket League mm-hmm. Championship Series this season, and there has been a team in the Middle East region that has completely dominated the Middle East region, and even in like private tournaments and such, has competed with the best teams in Europe and mm-hmm. looked really good. That team faced off against one of the longstanding staples of North American Rocket League. It's an esports organization called G2, mm-hmm. and swept them 3-0. Oh in their first ever international like interregional Rocket League match sponsored by RLCS
0: so they're considered the Cincinnati or the Boise state of Rocket League and then they got a chance but but
1: the thing is like they're legit right like they're they're actually really good they've just never been included and so like but i mean dude it was emotional like like as soon as the game ended and the game ended by the way you know in rocket league zero seconds ball the game doesn't stop till the ball hits the ground right it was zero seconds and there was a pass and this guy kind of came under it Mm -hmm. and like flipped up and just like top shelved it it was a beautiful play (laughs) but like after the game like you could see you know because these guys they've like they'd find it hard to, to keep motivating themselves to play the game because they just weren't included for years i mean these guys have been like at the top of the competitive scene off you know outside of rlcs they've been at the top of the scene for like three or four years is that because their region is yep. middle east just was never included it wasn't competitive but now yeah. middle east north africa it's called mina they're they're in and sandrock sandrock gaming is the, is the name of the organization sandrock gaming won the region they were the number one seed in the region which gave him the bid qualify to the to the the major and it, it it was just it was a really cool moment
0: so you're saying the bearcats have a chance i'm just saying it
1: happened it just happened in rocket league
0: all right all right i don't know what time these... i'm
1: not telling you to bet the mortgage on it <laughs> i'm just telling you it can happen you know because and we were talking about in the nfl right it's not about who's better it's about who gets hot right it's about who plays better on the day when it matters that's the only thing that matters It's not who's better. The game isn't played on paper. You got to go out there. You got to earn it. You got to play 60 minutes of football. You got to play five minutes of Rocket League, whatever, right? You have to go out there and you have to prove it every time that you compete, that you deserve to be there. And if you're driven, that you're the best players, that you're the better team. You have to earn it on the field every time. And that's what the group of five has wanted the whole time. They just just wanted the opportunity to step on that field and prove it. And they get their chance. I
0: know. I don't think it's the best group of 5 team I've ever seen, but I'm hoping UCF for the UCF was really good. UCF was good. I think Boise had some teams that could have made some noise. And, well, we saw that because they beat Oklahoma. But New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve, we will find out. And Cincinnati gets Bama first game.
1: We want Bama.
0: That's the first playoff game. And guess where it is, baby our backyard
1: that's right it's at the cotton bowl cotton well bowl. it's not at the cotton bowl yeah. it's at 18t stadium isn't it 18t stadium at the yeah. cotton bowl yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> the cotton bowl is not at the cotton bowl and the cotton bowl hosts another bowl whatever that is yeah so we'll find out new the east west bowl new year's eve baby let's go Bearcats. let's go bryce young and
1: his Heisman won't be able to handle it. Speaking of Aiden Hutchinson making the trip to New York for the Heisman finalist yeah. ceremony, that's really cool. Possible, it's really cool. Possible
0: number one pick in the draft. A lot of a lot of boards. A lot anyway, of boards. Anyway,
1: that's all I got. That's all I got. Okay. Rocket League,
0: Bama, Cincinnati, Middle East, North Africa.
1: Boom. Signing off.